since Chinoda wasn't here when I said it. I think that pizza is mid. Another terrible take from John on <laughs> Look at Chinoda's Look at face. that face. <laughs> now, there's a clip if ever I saw one. Oh. Hello, everyone. It is that time of the month again. Time for Anime Club After Dark to pop a squad and hit you with all the best and the worst of what we have been indulging in recently. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai. And tonight I'm joined by two absolute assholes. One of them is our czar of source material, John. Hey, what's up? <laughs> we also have our uh, undead government drone, Chinoda. Really? I'm very fucking tired, okay? You okay. just got off it's work, been a, bro. It's, it was That's a very true. long day. For, for those, yeah, for a very those long day know. making people wait in line there, Chinoda. <laughs> yeah. It's very important. Gotta make very, people suffer. We all queue it's up the American up. way. Oh, death and taxes, uh, right? Yeah. For, for those who don't know, Chinoda just literally came right from his job and sat down to record with us. Um, but yeah, it is it is our monthly dub for... Yes, for the month of February. Um, so we are going to be talking about some of the stuff we have been watching uh, recently. Um, so, John, since you and I have the same thing on both of our lists, I thought we would start with that. Okay. Uh, Metallic so, Rouge. <laughs> Metallic Rouge is an anime that is, is being produced right now by Studio Bones for their 25th anniversary to celebrate the 25th anniversary of their studio being founded, I suppose. Happy birthday, um, Studio Bones. Ha happy birthday! Happy Woo! birthday. Uh, I remember when we did this in the preview, I was just like, I don't know what to think of this because it kind of looks generic and boring. And I'm like, It is well, an anime original for to, to be, you know. Yeah, it's an anime no original. Material. Now, I, I remember in the preview, we talked a little bit about like Studio Bones and the, they're like, they're, they're okay of a studio. Like, they've got, they're not like, trigger for us where it's like everything like oh god it's trigger we gotta watch it it's trigger studio bones is kind of just like oh yeah studio bones i i remember fondly a couple of their anime i mean they've kind of become known over the last few years as just the mha studio yeah but they uh so you know when i see bones it doesn't really excite me like mm. seeing trigger does or infuriate me as much as seeing Trigger. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> like, oh, Trigger, this better be good. It's but... funny. You actually go back and uh, look at the history of Bones, and they actually done a shit ton of anime. No, yeah, they've done Especially a, a lot of, of childhood anime. They've done a lot. They've done a lot of work. And like I said, most of them are they're, they're hit or miss for me for studio bones that's why i'm like sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad i have no idea but i think that with an anime original it really shows how well their studio is doing like mm -hmm. can do because they don't have to work to a source material they can work however they want to work and i absolutely love metallic rouge i i went in thinking like okay it's just gonna be whatever because it's an anime original and it's by bones so it could be a hit or miss like i i had tempered and lowered expectations it's also and... an anime original sci-fi series and my god we have a huge drought of sci-fi anime the last few now, years i knew it was sci-fi and but i was like just because it's sci-fi doesn't mean it's good like look at darling and frank said mm. yeah yeah but yeah i i watched the first episode and i was like Yo, this is like Blade Runner. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm actually oh. watching Blade Runner. It's Hold even, on, it's even you just got, caught like, my the, interest. Well, it's even got like the Blade Runner aesthetics with like its color palette too. Well, it's okay, uh, you guys so are catching my interest real thing, quick right now. The thing about Metallic Rouge is, other than the stupid ass fucking name Metallic Rouge, um, it is a tech noir. Yeah, because like Blade Runner. Yeah, like Blade Runner. Like it's not as dis- I, I mean, it is dystopian, but it's dystopian for a certain sect of people. And very much like Blade Runner, it's about an android called Neons that has to go hunt other androids who are other Neons. And I'm like, this yo, is this, is Blade Runner. Blade, this is literally <laughs> just Blade Runner, guys. <laughs> uh, good, good. I love racism in my anime. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, they literally in episode four, they just explored that where um, like it, it's it's freaking good. Now, I was a little bit iffy because the opening song started playing and I'm like, what is this like? freaking 70s style 70s pop rock yeah like i'm like what is this pop dude it's like what i'm like eh, it's kind of okay but i at the same time I'm like eh, it's like eh, it's weird right mm. and um have have you been watching it alex in english or japanese uh so i i've only watched the first three episodes i haven't seen the most recent one that came out and i am watching it in japanese Okay, you watch the most recent one, you'll be like, dude, I'm basically I'm watching Blade Runner. <laughs> like that, that is not a joke. <laughs> so I, I just based on the, the the three episodes that I have watched, this is my my take on it so far. It's like part Blade Runner, part total recall, and right. then like a little garnish of Japanese culture on top. <laughs> so that sounds I, perfect. <laughs> for whatever it's, reason, yeah. mine automatically I don't know if Crunchyroll does this for you guys, but sometimes shows would just automatically be in English. Instead nope. of Japanese, really? I, th- I think nope. you can go in and set default settings on Crunchyroll, but I'm not sure. Yeah, there's there's certain shows that maybe maybe the other people who is live in my house good? and use my account, who other people who live in my house and use my account, maybe they set it to English when they checked it out. I have no idea, but uh, yeah, it was set on English first for me, and I was just like watching it in English, and I'm and you know like right when I heard the English, I'm like, oh, swap over, you know, stop what I'm doing, go swap over, but. <laughs> When the singing starts, when Sarah Fitzgerald starts singing, mm. and it's in English, I'm like, "Yo, this is actually really good." I'm like, "Did they did they change over the Japanese music and this and that?" And I turned to the Japanese. Nope, her name is Sarah Fitzgerald, and she sings in English in the Japanese Whoa. dub. And there's actual English in the soundtrack, like for the background music. Literally in episode four, one of the the fight music is it. They the lyrics are in English, and I'm like, "What?" So I like, truly I believe... will say the OST is actually pretty good so far, at least yeah, from what I, I've heard. So Metallic Rouge so far has been pretty decent. I'm I'm very surprised by it. I so I compared the Japanese uh dub to the English dub, and the Japanese dub is all right, you know, it's not terrible, but I just prefer it in English. I think I, I just think because of because... how everything is, I think they built this to be dubbed in English. Well, a lot of the that. a lot of the characters have very western sounding names too. Oh yeah. Like, like the main character is <laughs> Red Star. I mean Rouge Red Star, Naomi um Offenheimer or Ulthim. Ulthman. Oh yeah, Ulthman. Dude, I Okay, now I'm actually curious how the English dub is. Tell you about Naomi, man. She I mean, she's let me tell you something. This is Hey man, but let's do some research. Real quick. I, <laughs> <laughs> do some research. Uh, I just didn't expect it to be good. As I good as it has, I had low expectations myself, and I'm very pleasantly surprised. 
Yeah, but like the whole, like the the fight scenes are actually well animated. The soundtrack is actually pretty decent. Yeah, <laughs> you buddy, what she looks you see, like. You see Naomi now using the you know Onzo boy. All right, all right. I like the character design. Um, <clears throat> no, but like. I, you and I have talked about it. You and I are huge suckers for Blade Runner. I think a, you, it's I'm one of our sucker, favorite movies. I'm a huge sucker for tech noir, just yeah. in general. Okay, so it isn't. It doesn't take that much to impress me. When I'm just like I'm Blade Runner, hello. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I, I got to give it a fair shake. But just because it's tech noir or cyberpunk or anything like that doesn't mean I will automatically like it. You know, look at uh freaking Get Sack 2045. I hated that. I absolutely hated that. And it has nothing like, to do with the art style. It's just the story is nowhere near as strong. Yeah, and then like and ev- and everything else, the world is like empty and devoid of life, and the character. Anyway, point is, <laughs> I I really like Metallic Rouge. I like where it's going, especially after the last episode. I'm like, God, I wish this wasn't an anime original, so I could go read the freaking source yeah. material. <laughs> Did they because... actually start setting up a story real early on? Yeah. So yes. in the in the it's about. So the backstory, there's lots of world building in the first few episodes too. The backstory <laughs> is that humans go and colonize Mars, but then aliens come in and invade. So they create androids called Neons to help defend the planet and okay. fight off the aliens. And then the humans win. But now the Neons have nothing to do, but the Neons are super powerful. So they program the Neons to have the Asimov code, which is like can't kill it's humans. The three, it's the three laws of robotics. Yeah, the three Asimov laws of robotics. With. Um. So it's about that. But then there's also the nine immortal neons and they don't have the Asimov code. They and, can kill at, at their leisure. Yeah. So, huh. and it's like the, the nine immortals, like in the first episode with um the first immortal, they talk about like, don't we deserve the right to live? Why does the government get to dictate whether or not we live when we do so much for them already? So the Neons are, because they're androids, they're treated as second-class citizens. So, you know, there's that typical theme of, like, um, a you know, second-class citizen, a, a different, like, they're like basically racism. Yeah, it's literally allegory. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, like, that's already compelling. Like, that's it's a tried-and-true method of me watching, like, all right, I want to see how this pans out pans out because the main character works for the government and she's she's killing these terrorists as they call them in the it's show. literally blade runner it's literally it's just blade runner bro <laughs> yeah it's just blade runner on mars yeah and on mars and dude it's fun and i love the english dub i think that the english dub cast is doing a fantastic job not to say the japanese dub cast isn't they're doing a good job too but i just i think it's supposed to be in english dude it's so I, I, much I better in english I, I didn't write this down on our doc but i also want to give a huge shout out to the english dub that's being made for freerun oh my god that english dub is amazing <laughs> i haven't checked that one out yet but also uh, uh since, we up, elf. Yes, <laughs> since we brought it up uh just for clarification the asimov's three laws of robotics uh a robot may not injure a human being or through inaction allow a human being to come to harm uh, a robot must obey the orders given to it by a human being, except where such orders would conflict with the first law. And a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or the second law. Bro, I'm, I'm so upset that you haven't seen episodes four because I want to talk about episode four a little bit. <laughs> well, we will do that off screen because I will watch <laughs> it probably later this weekend or maybe okay. Monday. Because Asimov, the, the codes are right, okay. But I'll watch Metallic today, Rouge bitch. is anime has done so well that apparently they're getting a manga adaptation uh, next. Holy month. shit! What? Yeah, it's getting a manga adaptation. I think actually it's not a manga. It's a I think it's a manhwa or no I, a webtoon. So, it's a webtoon. 
getting I, a webtoon adaptation next month. I I did a little cursory research. Apparently, this is one of the most watched things in Japan right now, too. Because it's really good. First like, of there's all, a lot of people watching this in Japan. Yeah, because Blade Runner was really good. <laughs> they love Blade Runner, dude. They love yeah. Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know, man. Technoir is just easy genre to get into. It's just fun. But I, I'm I glad highly recommend people watch it. It's all a, right. You guys told me. I'll check it out. All right. I also want to talk about something that I recently watched the first three episodes of. And it was just last night. I have finally started the Apothecary Diaries and I see uh, what bro, the excitement about is about them. time. You're a season late, my friend. I am a season late, but let me say it's, it's What do you think? Let me tell you something. The, I have only watched the first three episodes, but I am hooked. I am so hooked. Alex, oh my god. Can I tell you something? Yes. The quality stays consistent. I oh, yeah. am happy about the that. second core of this uh during it's airing this season. It's it's really good. And I uh, again only three episodes in. My God, Kevin Pinkin is killing the score. Now oh, it isn't just Kevin Pinkin; it's him plus two other people, I believe. True, but true, but they're all three killing the score. Yeah, it's, it's amazing OST. Um, oh, bro, no, you don't like, even like, know. Yeah, you haven't heard the man. I, I like just like you're a sucker for tech noir, which I am too. I am also a sucker for period dramas, and oh my god, this is just like watching a period drama. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, I think that uh, Aoyuki, I think, yeah, yeah, Aoyuki is the main is voice actress, Mamao, yeah, of Mamao, yeah. She, she kills it, dude. Yeah. I love, like, I've always loved her voice and she her voice acting She doesn't get anywhere near the credit that some other voice actors do. She's really good. Well, everyone knows her as, like, oh, she's that, the Sundari girl that she plays, like, um, oh, my God. Tatsumaki. She plays Tatsumaki oh, in yeah. One Punch Man. And I, know, thinks, I think a oh, lot yeah. of people also recognize her as Tanya from Saga of Tanya the Evil. Yeah, she like, yeah. oh, she plays, like, lowly characters and this and that. I'm like, no, she has a really dynamic range. She doesn't have to just be a lowly. And mm. she like she plays Clementine in Overlord, and you wouldn't even believe that's her, but it is her. Uh, she plays, I don't remember what her uh, Kumoko, I think is her name in um. So I'm a, so I'm a spider. So what? Oh, oh, really? I have not yeah. watched or read that. So it's good. It's a good it's story. Good. It's actually good. It's got spiders in it. I'm not there for this man. It's got spiders. It's isekai. Like yeah, sure. Bro, okay, bro, spider pussy. Yeah, but no, 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 no. no no arachne no <laughs> but yeah that's uh that's aoyuki she she has a really good like voice acting range and you wouldn't i'm believe. really hoping that she gets cast in the upcoming adaptation for a character in the monogatari off-season novels maybe she'd be perfect in the role i don't want to spoil too much because that's not out yet <laughs> Yeah. So, but no, Apothecary Diaries phenomenal. Like even like the animation is good. I love like little cutaways to the character reaction faces. Oh yeah, I love when Mau Mau does like little cat ear stuff. Yes, and it's super adorable. <laughs> oh, the up and she hasn't done it since. But uh, Alex, that little autism dance she did, uh, <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I love uh, it so much. I was she impressed. Has so much character. Is I, what I really love about it. There's something very small in the opening episodes that really impressed me. And it's like, if this is indicative of where the story is going, I'm really, I'm really excited to keep going with it. Um, there's a really good setup and payoff very, very early on where uh, they show how good she is with like uh, her hands. 
And then there's that whole thing where she has to write the note down to tell the courtesan that like it's it's the makeup that's poisoning you and your baby. And it's like then they have the cut to the the stitched up skirt of like, yes, this is a good setup and payoff. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's continuity. Yeah. And there is a lot of it. Like there is some things that you see very early on that do not pay off until way later. But which I'm really looking forward to the seeing. strings connect. Holy shit. Yeah, I think Apothecary Diaries is one of Crunchyroll's like best performing shows this season as well. No, it is. It literally yeah. is. It has like all five I mean, that, stars. They got that and Free Run going on at the same time. Yeah, I know. They're, <laughs> they got lucky with their picks, man. They slay yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, I'm, I'm I dive enjoying, is in shambles. <laughs> I'm in, yeah, I'm enjoying the hell out of it so far. Um, yeah, God, it, 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 I'm so. This is one thing where now that I've started it, I want to catch up as quickly as possible. Like over the next week or so, I'll probably catch up. Good. Yeah, I'd say that out of so, in the twelve to fifteen shows that I'm watching this season, mm. uh, I'd say Free Run, Apothecary Diaries, Metallic Rouge. Now. Uh, our and um sign of affection i'd say i i'm always whenever these episodes drop like there's there's only a handful like maybe five anime this season that i'm watching that mm-hmm. whenever the episode drops i need to watch it i had just you I have to watch, to watch it, it right the now. day you can't the wait day. like obviously it. if i'm busy i watch it the next day but like i have a there's two anime right now that i just have on the back burner where i'm just like and i i'm just two episodes behind i want to watch it i know i'll like it but at the same time it's kind of just like yeah it's whatever um i'm i wasn't gonna talk about them because i was gonna save them for next time because i i gotta wa- i'm only watched two episodes so far i haven't so i can't really dump on these two shows yet hmm. but there are two shows that i were i was looking forward to because i liked the manga and now the animes are out and i'm like oh yeah it's okay i guess <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, oh, that, that kind of hurts. Save it for hurts. next time. Save it for next time. Yeah, yeah, save it for next time. I'll talk about have... it next month when I'm eventually caught up. But I I only wanted to ca- talk about shows that I'm caught up on right now, at least for me. Question. So I can dump on them. Are either of those shows on my list by chance? Um, Let me. Oh, that is my coffee. You haven't even. I, I tried to scroll with my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is coffee? it not working? John, John, coffee Our is coffee good. It's not you? that good. <laughs> Um, I don't think it's on. Let's see, no, that 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 that. No, no, no. All right, it's not. I did limit myself, so wouldn't surprise okay. me if it was but on there though. I, I no, it's you, not. You both. The reason I talked about this not only to praise it to hell it was also to say yes, you all were both right. It is a period piece, and I love it. In a rare occurrence here at Anime Club After Dark, Chinoda has the W for recommendation. <laughs> congratulations it happened the back uh, sure, it happened once it. last year too so he's he's, he's, he's it happened two more than two years once. fuck off chinoda's yeah. right about a lot once. but he's a lot he's also wrong about a lot so it's kind of like eh. it, it evens out he's got like a 500 record <laughs> all right next 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 who's going yeah, you're next bro i'm next. for you fuck sorry uh let me pull up the list da, da, da. oh my god he's not even ready I have the list. I just bro. There's two forgot. I want to talk. Okay, there's three so, things on your list I want to talk about too. We'll get to it. We'll go to it. Uh, real quick, I finished the Call of the Night manga last night. I have mixed feelings. Okay, it is well. So Call of the Night. That's the one made by the same guy that made Degashikashi, right? Yes, yes, it is. Okay, so it's basically just porn, but not porn. It's 
it wants even... to be it's it's like softcore porn is it's, it's like softcore. softcore it's definitely softcore. it's hardcore romance with softcore porn yeah it's like barely softcore porn though it's like got a little bit of fan service here and there, there. are booty shots there, there are, are definitely I, booty shots i know that people really enjoyed call of the night the anime i love the anime people memed the fuck out of it i'm not sure if the show was good or not because i don't it was care good about that it. it's it's what got me into the manga i would say i enjoyed it realistically it's like a seven out of ten <laughs> yeah it's i personally like enjoyed it there. a lot okay i mean i got the blu-ray for it for fuck's sake i actually enjoyed it um but I, yeah i went into the manga i sincerely enjoyed the journey and i finished i stopped uh stopped reading it at the last when there was eight chapters left to go and i was like all right i'll just wait for everything to come out uh finished out at then and so finally a week after it actually ended i uh finished it off it's a rushed ending he mm, that's a shame. this author is well known for not having good endings, like in Dagashi Kashi. Like, like yeah, in like Dagashi Kashi. <laughs> it's it's a repeat occurrence. The journey is fun. The characters the are fun. Sucks. It's just the ending that has always sucked with this author, which is unfortunate. You know what that reminds me of that reminds me of. Um, I was gonna say Dead Men Wonderland, but I don't I don't know anything else they made. But I was gonna no. say Soul Eater. Yeah, I was gonna say Soul Eater. Oh, I was like, God. yeah, just like Soul Eater, where. He, the journey is pretty good, but the ending always fucking sucks. <laughs> Some people are just not good at writing endings. Unfortunately. So, I mean, it, it wasn't uh, horrible, though. It was a little bit of a open-ended, uh, kind of a happy note uh, ending. So it wasn't too bad, all things considered. I know a lot of people didn't like having into some of the forum discussions to take a look at what people thought. Um, a lot of people weren't happy, but a couple people were actually okay with it. And I'm like, I'm with the people that are actually okay with it. It wasn't too bad, all things considered. Now, um, do people hate the ending of things just because it's ended? Or do they actually hate it because it's bad? Because I feel because like a lot of... Bad. Okay. Because I, I feel like for a lot of manga that do end, that have a pretty big following, a lot of people are just salty that it ended. So they'll nitpick every last detail. Yeah, I'm of like, course. You know, some of the things are, are, are worth it. Like, you know, there's a lot of things that go out on their high notes, not just yeah. like with anime or manga. Like, look at look at Seinfeld. Seinfeld ended when it was at its most popular. And its last episode of the series is the worst episode they ever made. Yeah. Oh, I shit. Hate wow. Last episode. The, the finale of Seinfeld is literally one of the worst things ever put on film. But yeah, so I, I know that, you know, haters will hate because just because like my favorite thing ended, I can't believe it ended. I hate that it ended and it ended terribly. And it's like, well, but did the ending actually suck or are you just a salty little bitch? No, there there is legitimate criticism of the ending of Call of the Night and I get it. It's, okay. It, they could have fleshed out more. They could have ended it on a better note. Um, It's just all that. Uh, Overall, though, I don't think it's that bad. I think people are complaining, as usual, over yeah. too much. I like the fact that it actually has a beginning, middle ending. I'll, okay. I'll happily go with that. I mean, I, I feel like the fact that the manga has ended probably means we're going to get a continuation of the anime. Well, the anime did perform pretty well, so I would I hope so. <laughs> I really do. Because, like, they actually they go into a lot of cool stuff and, like, a lot of cool visuals. The romance gets even better. It, it gets even more. I love fun. the background art in that anime. 
background oh. art was always beautiful. And there is a big girl that comes in, a big vampire girl, and oh my god, I love her. She's so sweet. She's when a you fighter. Say big, you mean tall or boom? No, tall. Like oh, okay, dummy mommy. She's not, she's not even a dummy mom. She she's just she's kind of empty headed. But oh, so like fun. a um, so like oh darkness. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like uh, Millie from um Trigun. Oh, oh. kind of actually. Yeah, you could actually draw oh, a lovable idiot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Actually, yeah, that's a really good. That's comparison. my first thought when I think of she's a tall, strong woman, but she's like just airheaded. I'm like, Millie. <laughs> that's you know what that is that is that an actual. Oh, and she trope? has the head protagonist haircut. Oh, oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Anyways, so that was that. I enjoyed the journey. <laughs> I liked it. Um, not the best uh, ending, but it has it. It was decent. Okay, Good journey right. overall. Pretty art. All right, next. Uh, oh, is it me again? Um, speaking of trigger, <laughs> yeah. Speaking speaking of trigger, like we were talking about earlier, Dungeon Meshi is pretty fucking good. Yo, um, Dungeon Meshi is awesome. Can I just say, like, we are in the the year of the. I know this is the year of the dragon for for like the lunar calendar, but man, we are in the year of the elf. We've got oh, Freerin, bro. We've got uh, what's the, Marcel, 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 however you say her name in this. We yeah, got Marcel. plus size elf coming out later this year. Oh yeah, the one who can't stop eating potatoes, French fries. I look forward bro, to that elf so I, much. I've read a little bit of I, that manga, by the way. I've also read a lot of that manga, bro. And <laughs> I, all I can say is, let me tell you, if you're gonna do fan service, like I'm so fucking glad they picked this up because god yeah. damn, she's thick. Yes. <laughs> 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 but no dungeon mesh is, is pretty good it's one of those anime where like i know there's not going to be any like high-minded ideals or things that i really have to pay attention to so i can just kind of have fun see i'm gonna say something <laughs> i'm gonna say something about dungeon mesh oh here we go all right as someone who has finished reading it okay oh it's finished i think it's finished i the last i, I should have finished where i left off I do remember them saying that it was when they first announced it, the, the manga was almost finished. Now, I'm not sure if up. I've all the way caught up to the end. But point is, it starts off like this. But this isn't even where the story gets good. This is not the good part. You're okay. not even at the good part. The, ma the manga did end last year in September. Oh, yeah. shit. So all I can say is, you think this is good? Like, bro, this story is going to creep up on you. You're going to be like, what? Say what? There is a lot of world building and, that's been happening, and I've actually well, been I, paying attention to it. But I'm like, this is interesting. I, I liken this to Chainsaw Man in the aspect of, oh like, my goodness, it starts off and you're kind of like, yeah, it's kind of just like whatever, like it's good, but it's not like you don't know why it's amazing yet. And then the story starts, and then you're like, yo. So there's going to be like an incident where it's like, oh my god, the story really starts now. Yeah, I'm not sure if season one's going to get to it though. God, oh wow! It's pretty. Maybe it, that'll it, be like the season finale. It well, I would say that Dungeon Meshi follows a uh, a three act uh, play like down to a T, where it's like after about sixty percent mark, that's when the they that's when the like oh shit whoa whoa whoa, whoa the whoa. shit really hits the fan. Yeah. Huh. Okay, that's yeah. The, when you when you get eventually when you start act two, I guess that would be considered. That's when you'll be like, yo, what the? There's an actual story here. What? 
and more of the world and all dude i i did not expect my stupid food dungeon anime to actually have actual good story okay <laughs> let me ask this does it still stay the whole it's still a fun food thing or does it do that and more or does it ignore the food part when it gets to the story part when you hit the climax the food stuff is just like well learning about all the food stuff you learn uh about the anatomy of monsters and whatnot so they bring it back but it's definitely not as like let's find a new monster to eat this week towards the end okay, it, it so stops it takes a backseat yeah because it's like that's not the main premise of like the story and, and the dungeons and stuff but i have only seen the first episode because it's just so hard for me to go watch it when it's when I don't have Netflix and it's just annoying to, <laughs> to have to watch something anything outside of my live streaming repertoire it's hard to go and find and it's just it's not hard but it's annoying you know like the fact that I can't just click one button and watch it is annoying in of itself I tell you if you want to see <clears throat> if you want to see something that's like super over the top with a dub turn on the german dub <laughs> <laughs> Because the 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 German like voice actor for Marcel, oh my God, she's over. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Tommy shit. actually showed me this. <laughs> she is overacting the hell out of that role. It, it was <laughs> hilarious. I I don't understand German, so to me, it all sounds like the same type of like voice. They're always just angry. <laughs> <laughs> it is a very angry sounding language. So I feel like is it really overacting or is it just I'm German just, language? I'm just saying when she gets on like her little rants and she in German, I just have to expect her to just raise her arm any second. Oh, <laughs> Alex! <no. laughs> Whoa! Like you're not completely <laughs> wrong. It does sound like that, but still. Oh my goodness! But no, I, I'm really enjoying it so far. Like, if uh, if like a really good story comes out of this, fine. I'm I'm willing to to wait for it. But for now, it's just something I enjoy just watching for having fun with it because it is fun. The three episodes I've seen so far have been really fun. And can I just say, if I if I didn't know Trigger was animating this, I definitely would have never noticed. No. It does not look like a trigger anime whatsoever. Not no. at all. I mean, it, it's got it's got certain elements here and there where it's like I could see trigger doing that, but see the problem is to really identify a trigger anime, you need to see a combat sequence. Mm -hmm. That's when you're like, okay, I know who did this. Or you need to this. see the characters go to space for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, there's a chance. I mean. Yeah, in this medieval fantasy setting, there's there's definitely a chance. There's still a chance because it's trigger. <laughs> My God, John! If there's aliens in D and D, these characters can go to space. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about for it? Uh, no, I'm just listen. If, if you if you got Netflix and you haven't watched it yet, go give it a shot. Even though the the premise might not seem like the most engaging thing, it's still fun to watch. Also, good on Netflix for releasing this weekly. Yeah, thank God for that. I am so happy that they're actually... I'm, I'm happy to see Netflix start to do that with more and more of their anime, releasing them weekly instead of all at once. Now, I still feel like if Crunchyroll or High Dive had uh, Dungeon Meshi, it would be doing a lot better. I agree. Really because because may, more people do have Netflix than like Crunchyroll, probably. I don't actually know the numbers. Maybe, I don't I mean, know. You, you say that, but it's still, at least on Mal, it's the fifth most watched thing this season. 
Yeah, but that's just because trigger hype. Come on. True. I, I wonder if so. The last like three or four trigger anime have all been on Netflix. I wonder if they signed an exclusive deal with Netflix to to release Maybe. their anime that way outside they would of advertise that. Well, I'm just saying, like in my opinion, a lot of people may have Netflix, but not everyone who has Netflix, like most people who have Netflix, don't generally watch anime. Versus, like, an anime subscription service like Crunchyroll, like Crunchyroll or, High, or High, Dive. High Dive. People, everyone there is here for good anime. <laughs> like, word of mouth will spread like fucking lightning. Good. I, yeah, I think the fact that it's good. I think also the fact that it's releasing weekly kind of helps a little bit because it keeps it in the consciousness. Like, if you release it all no, at I'm once, just it's saying, just like, gone. You don't get Netflix because you want to watch anime. You get Netflix because you want Netflix to watch movies just because, like, they have anime, which is great. Or but... shows. Yeah, or shows. It, it, the point is that no one gets it for the anime. True. Yeah. So most of their like there might be crossover. I'm not sure how many people who have Netflix love watching anime, but with anime becoming more mainstream, it might get more eyes on it. Because definitely, I think Dungeon Meshi is an anime that if you watch, you don't have to be a big anime fan to watch it. It's, I mean, it's got nothing in it that like is exclusive. Explicit. To, yeah, explicitly anime fan stuff or it's Japanese like, it's a, culture. Yeah, it, it's. It's fantasy fucking novel about eating monsters in a dungeon. Like, I feel like if I like D and D or anything fantasy, I'd like watching Dungeon Meshi. I'm gonna be, I'm be perfectly honest. Every time that I've seen them cook something, I'm like, I really want to watch Gordon Ramsay critique. <laughs> <laughs> I think about Dungeon Meshi. I'm like, what if we actually had dungeons and we could eat the monsters in the dungeons? Wouldn't that be freaking awesome? <laughs> You're like, all right, I'm gonna go hunt for my ingredients today. <laughs> Put on my my uh freaking I don't even remember the blacksmith's name or the dwarf's name. Dwarf. Um D- dwarf dude. Dwarf guy. What is his name? Damn it. I don't actually remember his name, but yeah, I'll you know, put on my iron pot on my back as a Senshi. Yeah, I'm yeah. like Senshi. Why are you in I the dungeon? Senshi. To eat good monsters. <laughs> You're risking life or limb to eat good <sighs> monsters. I really love uh Senshi, so <laughs> whole ethos of uh how he lives in the dungeon and the fact that he actually became one with the dungeon because he t- he's a caretaker of it yeah, john i know you can't say anything i can like I, no, he has I future talk- knowledge I, I may not have seen i may not have been able to watch that episode but i know what episode you're talking about yeah I know exactly what you're talking about with the golems yeah <laughs> it's all like, right that's actually super smart it's super cool all right so uh next is john oh god have, do either of you know what the unwanted undead adventure adventurer is? I mean, I, I don't I, hate it. I've heard the name, but okay. I haven't watched it. I did a fucky wucky. Um, <laughs> after like two episodes, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go read ma- the manga. So I went to go read the manga. Uh, you done you fucked did. up. <laughs> now I read and I'm caught up to the manga now. And oh god! All I can say is, wow, the show is gonna really take a dramatic dive down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit what um i just look, the premise was interesting right so the the undead unwanted adventurer there's this dude who's stuck at f rank he goes into a dungeon then he finds a hidden part of the dungeon it's oh, a fantasy like e rank yeah he's like he's the lowest rank e rank or f rank i don't remember which which rank is lowest but he's the lowest in the guild he wants to be a mithril adventurer but he for the last like 15 20 years that he's been adventuring he's never been able to climb out because he's weak. He's just uh, a shitty adventurer, I guess. Everyone likes him, though. Well, no, he's a good adventurer. Like, he, everyone likes him. He's a good tutor and, like, beginner helper, and he always tries to make connections. He's a really uh, likable guy. 
but he's just not strong enough to climb the ranks. So then he goes into the dungeon that he always dives into, and then he finds a new dungeon path. He goes down there, and dude gets bodied and gets killed by a dragon. And he's like, ah, oh, he's dead. Yep. And then he comes back as an undead. He, he's a freaking living skeleton. Skeleton. Yeah, skeleton. He comes and back I'm just like, skeleton. okay, where are we going with this? And then you get to episode two, and it's like, oh, he leveled up. He's a ghoul now. I'm like, okay. Okay, so he's now a monster, but he can level up as a monster. So now... And evolve. Like, and evolve, and there's power creep and this and that. I'm like, okay, I you know, I like OPMCs and stuff like that. And so the fact I, that he can he actually kept his unique trait where um he can actually use three different um uh, versions bro, of magic, I, which is like yeah. spirit, divine, and so um, he's he's a there's uh there's three versions of magic in this world, like actual magic, there's spiritual magic, and then divine magic. So divine magic would be one? like I don't. I swear it was like just like regular magic, spirit, and divine. It might be, yeah. But point is, Actually, there's three different. There's three different types of magic, and he's a rare person who can use all three. But for whatever reason, he just was like weak with all of them. Yeah. But now that he's a monster, he can continually use it, and he's actually super strong. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I'll go read this manga. I, I think I can get with the premise. And bro, it gets bad. Oh, that's such a shame, John. Why would you tell me that? <sighs> It's actually unique and interesting. Pre- well, yeah. not unique, unique, but it's, it's not unique. But it was an interesting premise, and then it just shits the bed. The story is just so badly written, and the shit that they get up to, I'm just like, bro, like, what the fuck? Uh, the sound design is there's nothing redeeming about the sound design other than I really like the ED song, but like it's. It doesn't. Uh, it's nothing fit to the write anime. Home about. Well, no, no, no. Keep the fire burning is an amazing song. I love it. But I'm yeah. like, I, yeah, no, no. I think the song is really good. Okay. But it's just so weird. Like, here's this life or death anime where this dude is like trying to. He's this motherfucker is fighting for his life, and then you get to this like slow. Baby, keep the fire burning. <laughs> and i'm like what is this slow like love song what the fuck (laughs) why (laughs) again i like the song but it just does not fit you know like you know you know that meme where it's like anime ops be like yo and then the anime eds are just like slow love song feel sad (laughs) it's like what the fuck (laughs) so i I wanted to like this, and I'm upset that I went to go read the manga. But I mean, I'm kind of glad because now I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm okay dropping this anime. (laughs) I don't have to subject myself to that. But boy, I I will talk about it the closer. You know, I might keep watching it just so I can talk dump on it because I really want to dump on this. This is one of the shows that's like because you know eventually that because I know it's going to go woo. Yeah, and it's so dumb, dude. It's now, is it gonna happen in the first season, John? Like from where, from what you've read, it's probably gonna end right where the manga is right now. Yes, where it gets real fucking dumb. All right. Now, now, I'm actually excited to see how bad this be, gets. Then, to be fair, I think it's dumb because a lot of it is just like it's all fucking um, MacGuffined in. Of like this has to happen, you know. I hate stories like that, like Guilty Crown. I I hated the fact that in Guilty Crown there was just the MacGuffin of like, oh my shoes, he has this unique power, but there's only three in the world. Um, then his power gets stolen. Oh, but don't worry, 
while while we was off screen, his mom went to go steal the second one to give to him so he can help save the world. <laughs> Literally, that is the storyline, right? Okay. They, they start All off right. in the world saying, yeah, so this terrorist dude wants to destroy the world and he needs this one rare power. There's only three of these rare powers in the world. So then Omaishu stumbles upon it and accidentally uses it. And now he's like, okay, now you have to help us fight. Then he gets stolen from him. Then he's a little bitch baby about it while the entire world goes to shit. And while the entire world is going to shit, his mom is like somehow secretly able to go and secure one of the, the super rare power and give it to Omaishu so he can become the hero that he was always meant to be. I'm like, fucking hate this story writing so much. It's so bad. I, I, every day I get closer and closer to creating a whole dump about just guilty crown <laughs> one day one day a 30 minute section of me complaining about guilty crown <laughs> you should just do like a you, you should do like an actual video essay about guilty crown why guilty crown is actually the worst yeah <laughs> that oh, would require God. me actually going to watch guilty crown again and i don't want to you don't want to subject yourself to that torture no not again <laughs> <laughs> once was enough a cad video essays coming soon yeah, yeah. well, don't, don't, don't. about doing more deep dives where I just dump on shit. But yeah, I you keep I, threatening I, that and it never happens because it's a lot of work, man. It is. It's a lot more work than what we do now, where we just watch shows and riff. <laughs> do people even want to hear? Uh, no, that's that's not that's true. People don't do disparage like ourselves compl- too much. No, uh, no, people like to hear me complain. I don't know why. And apparently, I'm. They just like hearing people complain. Uh, like all of our weird. all of our shorts and highlights that we post w- with you ranting always get a lot of views. People just like me. And being... a lot of people saying that you're fucking wrong. <laughs> well, they're fucking wrong. So it's... <laughs> Yo, how many fucking people gave us down votes on your take about ramen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. The people agree with me. Good, Listen, good. I knew it was a hot take. I know I'm wrong. I don't care that I'm wrong. <laughs> That's the problem. All right, all right, we're bullshitting too much. Oh, yeah, we're right. Shinoda, what, what's all right? Oh, you guys remember Dangers in My Heart? Oh, oh god, this I haven't watched show. the first season, but I, I am familiar with it. Yeah, it is actually really good. Season two, it's this a is another great show. Adaptation. This is another show that that Chinoda says I should watch because I would like it. And if I watch it and it sucks, then now he's already like he's down on the ear. <laughs> that W gets erased. <laughs> I know. Do you really want to risk your only W this year, Chinoda, so far for this one take? I while watching season one, it did. This is one of the rare animes where while watching it, I was like, okay, I can't wait anymore. I started reading the manga. I don't ever do that. Right. Ever. I, I remember you it's extremely me rare for me being like, John, I, I pulled a U. And I'm like, what do you mean? What? You got pancreatitis and hospitalized? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but I do remember you doing that. Uh, you didn't sell me on season one with the premise in the preview. And that's you fair. haven't sold me yet on season one at all. And the more you talk about it, and the more clips I see of the show, the more I'm like, this is such a mid show and it's garbage. <laughs> John, have you thought it just might not be for you? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we both had that same thought. It's like, no, he hasn't had that thought at all. Um, yeah, like, just because I don't see the appeal of it doesn't mean it's a bad show, obviously. Like, I'm, we're, we're being dramatic for um, 
being the an sake asshole's of, sake. Yeah. No, for for, for, for humor's humor. sake. We're being dramatic for humor's sake. I'm, I'm sure it's a fine show. I don't care for it. Which is fair, but the sales ratings uh, and the watch ratings say otherwise. Yeah, uh, YouTube Shorts just keeps trying to push it onto me because they're like, hey, you like Nagatoro and stuff like that, right? You, you <laughs> like these type of shows, right? And I'm like, I do, but... I don't care about this show. Like the the funny moments are not that funny to me. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of whatever. It, to me, it just really, seems like John is really going mask off with saying he likes Nagatoro right now. <laughs> bro, Nagatoro, bro, bro. <laughs> that manga's good, <laughs> bro. Everything about, about Nagatoro is good. You talked about Naomi from from Metallic Rouge and now Nagatoro. It's like I think John just has a preference for women with dark skin. <laughs> bro, don't tell his wife that. Don't tell his wife that. She's British. She, her heart would be broken. <laughs> Listen, your boy got a type. He grew up with this type, and he didn't end up with this type. But that's okay. You know, love comes in many shapes and forms. But let me tell you. <laughs> when the you brown black. thing walks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> with a little bit of around thing in your face, you get strong. <laughs> Please don't sue us. Um. No, so I actually wanted to say the adaptation is actually really well done. Um, I've actually gone uh, to some of the early uh, manga chapters of where they're at at the moment compared uh, here and there. And I'm like, yo, they actually did a solid job of this. So I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's, kept to the, it's kept to the same uh, pace, uh, same quality as season one, maybe a little bit better. I'm really liking it. It's the it's the middle school romance that happens, and it's super cute. I'm just having a good time watching it. I'm like, I'm falling okay. in love again with this show. All right, you know, I'm like, glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad that people who are fans of this are are eating good. But that's all I got to say about it. Oh, <laughs> like, that's fair. I can't dump on it because again, I haven't seen it. It's, it's not actually bad. I just don't care for it. But you know, Chinoda. You mentioned middle school. Oh my god! Let me tell you about gushing over magical girls. Moshi Moshi FBI con. <laughs> yeah, like Chris Hansen just slyly, <laughs> like slowly pops up into the corner. <laughs> you know, I have to turn you around while I talk about this. Oh lord. <laughs> um, so gushing over magical girls is realistically a very mid show. <laughs> but you hate but, to hear it. You hate to hear it. But. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> of course you would. Now, <laughs> I literally I... watched the first episode during lunch today. Now, work. did you watch did you watch the uncensored version or yes, not? Yes, I did. Thank okay. God High Dive. <laughs> okay. Cuz High Dive does have the un... Now, I will I think they said the Blu-ray version is going to be even more uncensored. How the fuck oh. is it going to be even more uncensored? I don't know. <laughs> but I look forward to finding out. Anyway, oh um Alex, you, they're in middle school. Some of you may ask, Alex, these girls are 14. Isn't that a problem? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I need to go away now. Oh, God. I've, no. said it, I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again for a third or fourth time this time. If we ever cancel the podcast, it's because this motherfucker, or this motherfucker right here, is getting arrested. <laughs> And he has all the login information. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be because they want to stop. It's because they can't log into anything. 
Uh, no, so I am a sucker for Maho Shoujo. Uh, we know this. <laughs> I will watch as as John is with Isekai. I am with Maho Shoujo. I will watch anything that's a Maho Shoujo. Um, I don't see the thing is. I don't care about Lolly in my show, but if it's straight up just a Lolly bait show, that's just not that's an instant turnoff, bro. That's a no for me, you know. I mean, they're not really lollies. I don't think that's underage. a Lolly bait show. Okay, as now, long as it's I've not like Fate, Prisma, that... Ilya, then no, then no, 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 it's not that. I mean, I've only seen is... one episode, mind you, so I can't say too much. But just off of that episode, I mean, the premise the premise is very, very simple. This 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 story takes place in a world where magical girls are known to exist. It's not a secret. Um, and uh, main character girl really, really loves Maho Shoujo's and kind of secretly wants to be one. And so uh, I forget the 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 character's name, but I call him Evil Kube. Um, as if Cube himself is not evil. Um, no, Cube did nothing wrong. <laughs> okay, I'll call him Black Cube because he is black. It is not a race thing, I swear. Um, it's the month for it. <laughs> it the, yes, thank you, Jenoda. <laughs> it is the month for it. Um, comes in and says, Hey, I can make you a magical girl. And then against her will, this thing turns her into a mat. No contracts or nothing. Just says, Boom, you're a magical girl now. But she's a magical girl for the bad guys. Okay. What a twist. So now she has to fight the the yeah, she has to fight the Maho Shoujo's that she idolizes. Um and then for the first time she does has a lesbian awakening. Oh. <laughs> and and then... then the second time she fights has a BDSM awakening. Oh. <laughs> I don't That's like it. it. That's the whole premise of this show. This just you know, like I said, I, I like etchy shows for etchy sakes. Like, I can't wait for Chubby Elf. Like, I really can't I mean, wait. We all love <laughs> interspecies reviewers. I can't wait to go see the Dark Elf when she hit the gym, bro. Oh, <laughs> God, yeah. My Amazonas. But this show is unashamedly uh, oh. etchy. And that, yeah, unabashedly. It, it's yeah. like, it, I get that there's a genre for that. Uh, it's fine. I mean, High School I think DxD that's why is it's like so that. loved. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it, at the end of the day, it's just anime. It's fiction. Like, it's whatever, bro. I don't uh, see it as a problem that uh, it exists in mm. its space to tell its type of story because I think there's a lot <laughs> worse things out there, you know? Like, cuties, I think, shouldn't exist, but it does, and here we are. <laughs> Instant gag reflex. Nice. Um, All right, I can turn you back around, Dean. Yeah, <laughs> Eno was too say so for that conversation. Yes, yes, Eno was far too say so for me to. Uh... Yeah, I, I honestly have not seen anything. Maybe it's because I don't operate in any spheres that have anything to do with these type of shows. But I haven't seen anything about the show whatsoever, other than you telling me about the uh, Pop Team Epic reference. Yes, in the in episode uh, one, in one. fact, there is a Pop Team Epic reference, and I, I've noticed that a couple of times now. There's uh, in the show there'll be like wide shots while characters are talking and you'll see background characters. And some of those background characters happen to be references to other anime. Oh, so it's not just them. There's other references. Yeah, there's other well. ones. It's just a lot of the other ones are very like small. They're not like bigger anime. Like pop team Epic is something I think a lot of people recognize. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of fun to watch. Every time there's a wide shot, I have to pause. It's like, all right, who's in the background? <laughs> Um, but now, okay. like, realistically, 
this show, like I said, is very mid. I'd give it realistically, I'd have to give it like a six point five, maybe a seven out of ten. Um, but I'm enjoying the hell out of it mostly because it's just Maho Shoto, and I'm a sucker for it. No, you know, I, I definitely understand that because, like, to to <laughs> go on to that one, you know, let's talk about Sasaki and Peeps. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of Maho Shoto and shows that you know are bad, but you're still enjoying it. Okay, so I have to. I have to say, Sasaki and Peeps is not good. It's not well done. There is this is not related to the marshmallow thing, right? No. What? Okay. Marshmallow. Marshmallow. Peeps, like the thing. No, oh, no, 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 not at all. That's okay. Let's explain the basic premise. Okay, okay. Go Sasaki ahead. Yeah. And Peeps. So the first episode is like forty-five minutes long. Okay. Which nice was like surprise. I, was like, I actually I was like pretty that. surprised. It was forty-five minutes long. I'm like, oh wow, that's usually animes that do that are pretty decent. So. Um, I was it's becoming I a trend. I remember Chinoda again being like, "Bro, you should need to watch this. It's pretty good so far." And then I'm like, two seconds in, and I'm just like, I pause and I message I'm like, "You motherfucker! You could have just told me Sagita is the main character <laughs> in this show. I would have watched it. I love my boy Sagita. I will support I didn't him." Realize like, goddamn, like what the hell's wrong with you, bro? So it it's about the main character voiced by Sagita, the guy who plays Gintoki. In other things, <laughs> I only know him as Gintoki. That's like the biggest role I know him as. How dare you not mention that he's Joseph? <laughs> yeah, I know, but to me, I knew him before I watched Gintama, before I watched JoJo's. So I know him forever as Gintoki. Well, young Joseph. He's not young old Joseph. Joseph. Yeah, old man old Joseph is dead. No, RIP. RIP. I, I love old Joseph so much, but I mean, he's basically just he's young Joseph, but old. <laughs> he's young Joseph, but like ornery. <laughs> But uh, yeah, with Sasaki and Peeps, it's about a middle-aged guy who loves cute things. And I'm like, bro, relatable. I'm, I'm middle-aged. I'm not actually. Am I middle-aged? You're not what far off. You're not. Yeah, I'm not far off from being middle-aged yet. Uh, but you know, I love cute things. So he's like, oh, man, I want to get a pet. So the, he goes and he gets a, a pet bird. All right. Turns out this pet bird is a freaking reincarnated sage from another world. Yep. So he teaches him magic. And I'm like, okay. It's Isekai, and it's got uh, Sagita as the main guy. I'm, like, I'm down to watch this. And I watched the first episode. And, and then the like, bird takes him to the other world as yeah, well. He, he goes to the other world. I'm like, oh, that's cool. So is it going to be like an other world Isekai? And it's like, nope, it's not just an other world Isekai because they travel back. He can travel to and fro. And I'm like, okay, I've seen shows like this before. Like that, you know. I actually enjoy shows like isn't that, that still a lot. Te- isn't that still technically an isekai, even if they can go back to yes, the old world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an isekai, they, but he can transport between the two worlds, which is mm-hmm. like you know, typically isekaiing is one way trip. But so I'm like, okay, I've seen things like this before. I I, I can okay. watch this, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, and then he, when he comes back to the real world, now apparently psychics exist. Genre ad. <laughs> they added a new genre of like psychics, and I'm like okay like is is it gonna be like did someone from because he he even mentions it in the show he's like did they learn magic like i did from another world like how come they're psychics like nope there's nope. psychics in this in his in, world there in are the, actual in the human psychics world, there's just psychics that exist i'm like okay like i guess and in the latest episode they added magical girls now there's magical yep. girls another I think this would be a better premise if every time he like went back, it implied that he slipped into like an alternate reality. That's like sort of. I have no clue where this is going. So here's the thing. Here's one of my problems with it. They have not set up 
any long-term story at all so far. No! There's how many been like short-term things. Four? Four. Yeah, if you're four yeah, episodes four in episodes and you in? haven't established like a long-term premise or goal, no, that's a it's problem. No, no, and the only, short bro, the building. only thing they've established so far is apparently young women like this man. Like all these 16-year-olds are fawning over this one man. Oh my god. And I'm just like, what the fuck, bro? Yo. But he's not an Alex, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He's not He's just like he doesn't even notice them. He's like, oh, they're just kids. Like, yeah, but... why don't you hold this for a few minutes? <laughs> so the the good thing about the show so far is that he may be 40 something years old and all these 16 year olds are like fawning over and like three 16 year olds are fawning over this one middle aged man. It's but funny. he's an actual responsible adult. He's an actual adult because like, he doesn't I can actually respect all because he's this just, guy like, is the thing. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, no, they're getting too close. They're a strange person. Yeah, just, you know, leave them away. Get them away from me. And I'm like, good. <laughs> I don't like that this was in here at all, but good on you, Sagita, for getting away from this situation. Don't catch a case, my man. <laughs> so it's a trap. And it's like, so this entire, I was just like, what is this show about? What what is the buildup and what is going to be the payoff? Because why is there three clashing genres and this middle aged man just like doing whatever? It's now, just so weird. It's so stupid. I don't understand anything that's happening, and I can't stop watching this fucking show. <laughs> and here's the thing: it's three clashing genres so far. I have actually told John this. I think they're gonna keep on adding more. I hope they're gonna yeah, add more. Hey, I don't. I hope it becomes a fucking mecca as well, because <laughs> I want the bird to turn into a goddamn mecca. I mean, Bro. to be fair, they do no, this, no, no. The, the same thing with Pantheon stocking. Like each no, no, episode, you don't understand genre. You don't understand, bro. This bird commits genocide. Literally in episode three, he commits genocide. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, I'm. So he's the re... he's the star sage, right, in the magical world, in the mm-hmm. in the fantasy world. Ultra powerful sage. Ultra powerful sage, and then people were jealous of his power, so they killed him. So yeah. then he dies the and nobles. reincarnates in yeah, the nobles kill him, so he dies and reincarnates into the human world. Then he can travel back there because you know he still has his magic powers, apparently. And he gets pissed off because one of his friends like supposedly gets murdered. So the bird goes and commits genocide. Jesus <laughs> against the enemy against army. The, yeah, against that seems the invading a little, army. That seems a little intense. <laughs> no, yeah. but here's the thing. It wasn't just because he does still care for his kingdom and all that. Yeah, like even though and that's like there's small moments in the show where I'm like, I kind of like this because like the, the Star Sage uh guy, Peeps, he he still cares about his kingdom. Even though they betrayed him, he still wants to protect his kingdom, yeah. his friend's domain. And I'm like the Respect. characters have personality and pers- uh, and character arcs. Uh, well, not character arcs. Um, character traits that are respectable, and yeah. I like that. It's just the rest of the shit where they're just throwing shit to see what sticks. Is kind of just. <laughs> I don't know if they're just throwing it out there or if they have a plan. I have no idea what's going on, and I keep on coming back. It's hard to me because to, like, of that. I don't know if the show wants to take itself seriously. Like, if it's a show like um. You know, Demon Lord Academy or whatever, or uh, another show that's self-aware, like Konosuba, where it's like it's self-aware and it's just p- poking fun at stuff. Yeah, it's the, you don't have to take it seriously. Then I could enjoy the show a lot more. Like it's just supposed it's supposed to be ridiculous because that's the premise. It's a ridiculous. I premise think that's part purpose. of the reason why I enjoy gushing over Magical Girls because it's yeah. very self-aware how ridiculous. Yeah, it's it is. over-exaggerated yeah. to make a point. 
And I'm like, that's fine. I can watch shows like that. But for Sasaki and Peeps, like, I don't know if that's the case. It feels like it just self kind of seriously is the thing. But it's like when you look at the stoicism, stoicism, how do you say stoicism? Thank you. Stoicism. Yeah. Stoicism. When you look at the stoicism of uh, Sasaki, you would believe, you would truly believe that, no, this is a serious show. This is the premise of the show. Mm. And I, I just, is I don't being, know, man. Is that being used as a joke, too? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I got, and I, I'm going to keep watching it just because, again, I'll, I'll support you, <laughs> my boy Sagita. I will always support you in your roles. <laughs> it's showing her seriousness. <laughs> I, and honestly, like, it's not even a good show. Even if it was uh, over-exaggerated on purpose and the stoicism was there to be, like, a counterpoint or whatever, it's still not a good show. It's not that good. <laughs> it's not good. Like, I would say the, the music's not amazing. Bro, let's talk about the horrifying fucking ED. It's like, oh, oh, it's an actual nightmare. It's it actual, is an actual horrifying dream sequence. It's like 3D. I don't even know if it's 3D CG. It's like claymation 3D CG. Oh my, I, dude! I don't know what it's so what weird it is. looking. Like it's, I can't explain to you why the CG looks so crazily bad. It's not bad. It's like it's done. No, well. it's bad. No, no, no. I'm saying like the quality wise is not bad. Like oh the yeah, definition and stuff like that is not bad. But just it's, it makes looks, you look like that on purpose, and it's yeah, horrifying. It's horrifying. It's like eerie, right? It's creepy. It's it's that uh, no, it's uncanny valley. I can't watch it. It's, it's uncanny valley. And it's just like, yo, what the fuck? And every time the episode ends and it goes down, I'm like, mm, I can't. I can't. No, <laughs> I skip it instantly. I skip most uh, OPs and EDs anyway, but this, I'm like, as soon as it gets to the end of the episode, I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can I just say, I'm upset that Free Ren changed their opening song. Can I just mention <laughs> that real fast? Speaking about skipping OPs, bro, I used to never skip, um, oh my God, what is it got? Brave Hero, I think that's what uh, the first song was called by Yosobi. Yeah, yeah. I never skipped that. I loved it. Now, whatever, I don't even know what song it is. I'm just like, I don't like this. The new song, it's not that great, and I skip it. Mm. And because the most upsetting thing is they kept the um the Millie song or the Malay song. Mm. Uh, I don't remember what that one's actually called at the in the ending song, but they kept it, and I'm like, what? What the fuck? And you know how the ED, the second ED for free rent is that claymation thing? Mm-hmm. That looks less off-putting than the ending for Sasaki and Peeps. Like, it looks shittier quality, but I like that one a lot more than the Sasaki and Peeps one. Because It Sasaki, looks like it has heart in it. Compared the, to Sasaki and Peeps, it, it's horrifying. It's the, legitimately the, horrifying. The ED for free rent is anytime, anywhere. Oh, yeah, by you. Malay. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm all right. Can you hear me? I can't. I can't listen to it. it it's it's so fucking depressing. I love it Bro, and it's hate such it. A good song. It's, it's so good, good, but song. I can't listen to it because of that. I mean, so I don't think Free Run is supposed to be like a happy watch. No, <laughs> no it's it's not. not. It's bittersweet. It's still really good though. <laughs> like, I, yeah. Actually, um, I I don't I don't think anyone understands how much I hate admitting that the main crowd of people were right. I don't think anyone <laughs> understands my pain. John like, okay. is so upset. John is so upset he cannot be a contrarian. <laughs> I am so upset. <laughs> so you, discussion you of John, John is literally like our podcast version of Mike Staclasa from Red Letter Media. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 
like every time they do best of the worst, he's got to be a fucking contrarian. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a contrarian for being a contrarian's sake. These are just my takes, man. That's exactly what Mike says too. <laughs> I do want to uh, say real quick, maybe later on, not in this episode. I, I probably want to have a, a small talk about how you got to have a little bit of life experience to truly enjoy Freyren. I don't know. I, I feel like even young people understand like the good things end and sometimes you got to learn to let go. Like it may not impact them as strongly as it impacts older people who have more experience, but I think that young people can experience the same thing. And I think young I people just... can also experience regret. Yeah. They can experience regret, but the first part, I don't know if I would agree with that. Anyways, that's a whole talk for yeah, later. That's, that's, I, a, that's yeah. a completely different it topic. It just came up. Okay. And uh, because we're on the topic of OPs and EDs, let me, bro. Bro. When you were like, when you first like, Mashal Season 2, the opening is really Oh, good. yeah. And bro. I was like, uh-oh. Bro, it's Creepy Nuts. I don't even like Creepy Nuts that much. They're kind of whatever of a band to me. I, I don't. I, I think they're okay band. I don't have any other songs downloaded. Fuck, man. That stupid Mashal OP. Here we go. Bing, bang, bing, bing, bang, bing, bing, bang, boom, boom. Bing, bang, boom, bing, bang. I'm like, that's stuck in my it's fucking, fucking head. Banger. It is you, such a banger. That's why. I hate it. I hate if you, it. If you were not talking about a specific OP, I would think you were being incredibly racist when you did that. The song is literally called Bing, bang, bling, bang, like bling, bang, bong, bon. Yeah. Like literally, that's the it's name of the song. I couldn't even name. get it out because <laughs> I don't remember what the actual name of it. It's like bling bling. It, it blang, goes like that. Bong bon, like born. It's like born, but it's bon. Bling bang bang born. Yes, that's go. the song. Yeah. But it's like it starts off, and I'm kind of like, ah, the fucking creepy nuts rapping. Like it's going, I'm like, ah, it's kind of whatever. But then they get to the chorus, bling bang bong bling bang bong bling bang bong bong. Bing bang boom bing bang. I'm like, oh shit. Oh shit. Let's go. Let's John go. Dude. Let's go. <laughs> John started dancing right then and there. He's like, oh, like fuck, I hate it. I hate that I like this. He's he's looking around like, I gotta go to karaoke right fucking now. <laughs> guys, Bro, guys, we gotta meet. Such a catchy song. <laughs> Alex, have you started Marshall yet? No, I have not. So Alex, I, I've watched the first season. Out. Like even without the OP, the, the show itself is actually fun. By the time by the time we do the next W or W tip, by the time we do the next monthly dump, I will have watched at least some episodes of season one. Bro, yeah, you, you hear season so. behind, bro. It, it's uh, all right. It's by, literally be, muscle it, Harry Potter. It's it'll it'll it, be a month from now. Itself. So I can tell you at least by the time we do the next monthly dump, I should be able to watch the first season in, in its entirety and start the second season. So. I remember when we did the preview for Marshall like two seasons ago, I was like, yeah, it's, it's okay of a premise, I guess like one punch man, but Harry Potter literally that. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. That I does not, that. that doesn't sound like a very interesting premise. And then I watched season one. I'm like, okay, it's, it's kind of funny. Right. It's, it's kind of funny. I, I kind of like it. And now that I'm at season or the, I, I, is this, season yeah, two. this is season two. Yeah. It's not um, called season two. It's called something exam arc, whatever. It's season two. It's season yeah. two. Because we waited one. Eh, I mean, it could be a split core. It doesn't matter. No, Point it's is, not. Um, I, I don't know what to think of season two. Because the whole thing that they, they're, the main premise of season one happens, right? 
Hmm. And then now we hit the season two and it's like, oh, so the premise of season one is, so there's this guy, he has no magic in this world where magic rules. If you don't have magic, they try to kill you. It's a crime to not have magic. Wow. They literally genocided all the people that didn't have magic. Yeah, but the difference is that, um, oh my God, at what is his fucking name? Mash? Mash, right? Mash, yeah. Mash Burn Dread. Sick ass name, by the way, bro. What a fucking name. Chad name. He's like, he's just super buff and he just trains really hard. And he's like, he fools everyone in season one to think like he might have magic because he's just, he does inhuman fucking shit. And they're like, there's no way a human could actually do that. There, there's literally, I'm looking at the thing on, on now, right? There's literally a character named Love Cute. Okay. Who that is. In the second season. I don't know if I've met that person yet. I'm a couple episodes behind, so. So with season two, <laughs> it's like everyone now knows that uh, MASH doesn't have magic. Yeah, and it I'm came like, out. It got discovered. Oh, it got discovered automatically. And we're starting season two like this? Like, what, what, where's the story going to go? But I do like how they have people like um, like Mash's friend's older brother, the guy who likes mm. rabbits. It's like he's trying to protect Mash because he's like, yeah, I don't like this whole system of like magic being superior and supreme. Like, regular people deserve to live too. Just And, and it's not just him either. There's actually people behind that very idea of equality and stuff. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, there's a there's a building story in the background that I do like, and it is pretty funny to see him smash literally smash his way through all these trials and tribulations. Hulk smash. Like, no, he literally does. He literally does Hulk. So smash. season 2 starts off and it's like, oh, he has to enter this contest um to become uh to become the, the goal is to become a divine visionary which is like basically become um valedictorian of magic school. Yeah. And to prove that a man without magic is just as capable, can be just as capable and is worthy of living as anyone else who has magic. And obviously, you know, there's the supremacy like, "Oh, you don't have magic whatever." So they they get sent into this arena where they fight against these like goat monster warriors. And they use magic like, "That's right. They're resistant to magic." Then fucking mash just like punches him in the gut and he collapses <laughs> and they're all like <laughs> so it's like that every episode where he just he just literally smashes shit and everyone just goes like ah! <laughs> hell so one crazy. of the reasons why um he didn't get instantly executed was because he was a non-magic there's a creature that's incredible oh yeah the magic parasite yeah a magic parasite that literally feeds on magic and uh literally kills any uh mage that uh wizard whatever that touches uh it and yeah, mash is the only one that can actually get away with uh killing yeah, it. it tries to infect him and then it goes into his body but he has no magic so it instantly dies <laughs> yeah so it's like it it's full of stupid little um plot armor moments of like it just happens just because so if you don't but like that whole fun way of yeah, doing I, it, I mean, if you don't like that whole one punch man premise of like he kind of just and then I punched, then <laughs> you won't like Mash or I mean yeah. Marshall. You won't like Mash the character, but I think it's pretty fucking funny just because Mash is also stupid as fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the funnest part about it. It's that he's just like, don't worry, I he, got this. He's nice. He's also. He's so dumb. He's literally legitimately. They're trying to explain the contest rules to him, and he's just like, uh, "Is he like the personification of the dumb jock trope?" Yeah, no, actually, yeah, yeah, he no, is no, a himbo. Shit. He is a himbo. He's legit a himbo. Nice. <laughs> like they're explaining the contest rules to him, 
and he's just like his brain fries and his smoke's coming out and his, <laughs> his teammates slash friends were like hey you just short circuited our leader you gotta explain it simpler he's too dumb for that <laughs> literally <laughs> explain it to me as if i were a child <laughs> oh it he's got little but, tiny moments it's, it's just funny dude well, I, and maybe he's by the next genuinely good person which i really love like he's just a nice guy i'm like I, i'd hang out with him by the next then, monthly dump I'll, I'll i'll watch the first season at least a couple episodes of the second and good, can i just good. say the music is fucking phenomenal in marshall yeah the ost like not just the op and not EDs, just but the like, OPEDs, the actual but like the OST. actual ost yeah it, the scoring is really good i really like who's doing it uh i don't know it no. sounds like what is, what's that guy's name lotus something black lotus no i'll look it up I yeah, swear you keep talking. I'll look it up. <laughs> one of the guys who raps sounds like one of the guys who does the who did the music for Persona Three. One of the rappers. I don't remember his name. Something Lotus. But uh, well, I just wanted to talk about Mash's OP just because I saw it on there and I was like, we're talking about OP. So um, Masaru Yokohama is yeah. the composer for this series. No, but I'm talking about the guy who raps during the music oh. for the OST. But um, oh shit. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna speed run this. I got three. I, I'm only gonna talk about like one more then. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, we can I always save you. it for the next one. Yeah. Let me tell you about Mr. Villain's Day Off. Mr. Have you watched oh. it, Chinoda? Yeah. Have you? Okay. Haven't we talked about it? No, I told you to watch it because I'm like, bro, I I I unabashedly love this show, even though I know it's not great. So it's an ESGK. So mm. Alex, you might like it, but it doesn't have girls in it. It's just about a guy. He's about. It doesn't matter. He's a he's an alien guy sent here to destroy Earth, and he hates Earth. No, no, no. Like, there's a lolly and Shoda. He might like it. Yeah, there's. So it's about this evil guy. He's 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 the villain, right? He's called the general. He's a space alien. He comes here to destroy Earth, but it's about his days off. When he's oh. on his off days, he doesn't want anything to do with work, and he loves just going to the zoo and staring. <laughs> Fucking at <him>. relatable. <laughs> so like when he's when he's on in business mode he's just like it's time to destroy the world but when he's off work he's like hold up mr hero i don't want to fight the panels get my day up off in it. it's my day off i'm not on the clock right now yeah <laughs> quite literally that is his that's, entire that's thing Bro, that is the show that is it and it's so good and it's i love actually watching. good it's it heals my heart man i, 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 I might just, check this out just hearing you talk about it makes me want to look i, at, I look absolutely at adore the opening like, song for the uh the anime because it's like it's just like jazzy you know it's like smooth yeah it's a fun, jazz. It's a fun oh, yeah. you like jazz you like, you like jazz. jazz kid <laughs> but no the dude just wants to stare at pandas all day and he takes so many pictures. He's like a yeah. boomer that takes a shit ton of pictures whenever he's taking one. Yeah. And basically so every adorable. interaction he has is like, well, look at this minor inconvenience that this has happened. But it turns out it wasn't as bad as he thought. Which I think, I feel like the show is an allegory for people who have um, a little bit on the spectrum, to be honest. <laughs> oh, it's because like, not really, it might not be a little bit on, it might be a little, I don't know. It's hard to say, but it's about being jaded to the world but like understanding that the world doesn't actually suck that much it only sucks because say, you talk about mm -hmm. on the spectrum one of the characters from metallic rouge definitely on the spectrum that guy that's always cackling when he when he laughs oh freaking the vash wannabe yeah <laughs> the guy kind of looks like vash. that dude that dude definitely on the spectrum i'm telling you <laughs> no idea but yeah mr villain's day off is just it's fun dude i i love watching it it just makes me feel good like i know it's not a great show like it's not something like oh you need to watch it it's gonna change your life forever it, it won't 
But man, is it fun to just like whenever that one comes on, I'm just like, oh yeah, it's time to see what cute animals I see this week. (laughs) I think I caught up to all the episodes that are out in like two days because one uh i watched one episode and then the next day i watched like the rest of it yeah and i'm like it's, it's so fun good. so like in one of the episodes the villain he goes to like the mall and there's yeah. these kids who are lost and he's like freaking crazy lost kids freaking humans and he's like come on kids let's go get ice cream because <laughs> they're like are you our dad or we need we can't find our mom or whatever and he's like what how irresponsible of human parents and they're like, can you get us ice cream? He's like, no, I will not get you Hasn't ice cream. Hasn't anyone taught you not to accept food from strangers? Yeah, yeah right? so he goes and gets them ice cream anyway because he's a nice guy. Like, so, he's legit a nice like, person. And he's just lecturing these kids, these tiny kids, like you should haven't, – haven't your parents taught you not to take food from strangers? Here's your ice cream. But <laughs> if I buy you this ice cream, I'm not going to get you another one. And then they go, and then he drops the ice cream, or I think the the girl the drops kids. the ice cream. Yeah, One the of the kids drops the ice cream. Then she starts crying. He's like, "All right, we'll get you another ice cream, kid. Just stop crying." And he's not even their parent. He's just taking care of these kids, just some random kids that cling onto him at the mall. They were lost. <laughs> turns out they're actual characters, named characters, yeah. but no, you don't find out, that out until later. No, he doesn't. Well, he doesn't even know. He still doesn't know. He doesn't know. We do. Well, we find out the the watcher finds out, but the the audience knows, but the characters do not. Yeah. yeah. So I was just like, what is this show? <laughs> and like he he wants to go get he likes he loves everything panda related, mm. and he so he goes and gets this panda ice cream, but he's just like, or you know, the panda bun, and he's just like, it's too cute to eat, I can't <laughs> eat it. Oh, he's like, how devious you humans! You would create something so cute just to destroy it and eat it. Ah! and it's funny because then uh later he's like okay maybe i should try it out but i can't have it yet so he starts building it up building up to it by having different buns uh every day at first he just tried out one he's like oh fuck this is actually really good this is tasty and he starts having one every day after work and it's see that's why i feel like he's on the spectrum because you know he doesn't want to try new things he only wants to do things that are familiar to him but slowly trying it and like realizing then coming to the realization that it's actually nice to try other things. That's why I kind of feel like he is. But again, that, that might just be me projecting. Cause you know, I don't know. It might just be me, but <laughs> maybe you're trying I, to see more into this than there is. Yeah. Maybe it's Possibly. just, it's, like, it's just about a show about a guy who's just a jaded guy who, who's learning to open up, but that's and hates talking about work on his day off. Yeah. And it's hilarious. <laughs> the lengths that he goes, he goes, at length to ignore his coworkers' calls when they call him on his day off. He's like, the don't Kotats- call me. The Kotats- except, <laughs> except when one of his friends or his uh, uh, subordinates calls him, he's like, boss, help me. I, I'm trapped by one of Earth's greatest monsters I've ever fought. Even though it's his day off, he runs, comes running like with a box of oranges because he tells his uh, coworker tells him, you should bring a box of oranges. Turns out like it's cold and he had a Kotatsu, so he can't get up and he wanted oranges. Oh. But his the general comes in like life or death with his box of oranges. Like, where's the monster at? I'll <laughs> He's save ready to you. whoop ass and yeah. everything. He's a good guy. That's like that's, that's why I like the show. He's a villain. Or <laughs> what's, what's the Wreck It Ralph scene? We are bad guys, guys. but we are but not, we are not bad, bad guys. guys. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's basically the show. It, it's fun, dude. I like it. I it's like it. It's a good a show. It's it, it it's a Yashiki. Yeah, like if you like Ishikis, Ish- Ishikis, you'll like it. 
Mm. It's not traditionally it's not traditionally cute like other ones where it's like cute girls and stuff like that, but it is like flying witch or yeah, flying yeah. witch or it's not like, like that. Um... It's different, but I think one of the main appeals of it is the fact that it's different. It's also thinking about Poco's Udon world. Yeah, it's cute <laughs> animal stuff. It's yeah. cute, but in a different way. Like okay. the animal stuff are fairly funny but i just think the uh the villain himself the general i think he's he, he acts so cute he's like ah. <laughs> it just makes me it warms my heart you know i'm like oh look at you interacting with people learning to actually like you're actually a nice guy look at you so that's i'm gonna wrap it up for my section there okay right. so you're gonna save the other two you got here for next time yeah, bro i have so much more to talk about again i'm watching a lot of shows so yeah we had to keep it kind of short today because both myself and John have uh, uh, other commitments after this. Yeah. Um, Chinoda, you want to get you want to give Chinoda one more, and then we'll yeah. I actually, I'll do talk one. about the uh, "Tis Time for Torture Princess." Yeah, do actually, that's what I was going to bring up. So I read the manga way before the anime. Has Wait, come hold on, out. hold on. Before Alex, do you know anything about this at all? Have you heard anything? I I've heard the name, but I haven't heard anything else about it. Oh, bro, you don't even know. Okay, okay, go on. You you were you've read the manga. So I've read the manga, and I I stopped reading the manga because the problem with the show for me, at least for the premise, is that it's the exact same episode every episode. Like it's the exact same premise every episode. Of yeah, here's this princess. She gets caught by the demon lord's army, and she's being quote unquote tortured. And by that, it's like they feed her a burger, and she's like, "I will never give you the secrets to to the army's." general plans and then they're like we have this burger and she's like oh this burger is delicious all right here are the plans <laughs> they're like drats foiled again <laughs> and it's that every episode so it is cute. every it is, episode damn it's cute it's funny this is what we call in the business a security liability <laughs> yeah but it's like it's obviously it's not it's not like he's torturing her on purpose like actually torturing her yeah it's uh, psychological he, torture in the way of being nice to them yeah i mean if they, you give if there are some people i know if you give them the burger they would consider that a sexual advance <laughs> yeah. <Eat them. laughs> yes but so the point is she gets quote-unquote tortured by them just doing like nice things <laughs> and, and her falling for these traps and then she just reveals information to the demon lord's army and that's it. and that's they it. never act upon any of it for one reason or another oh and it's God. hilarious so it's incompetence yeah. on both sides yeah. Well, no, the Demon Lord's army isn't. Well, one of them is incompetent. She's freaking hilarious because she's like, I'm the number one torturer in the scene. <laughs> she doesn't know how to crack the, the princess. <laughs> it's like she'll un, she'll accidentally crack the princess by doing something. Oh, oh, oh. I, I, I'm the, the best torturer. No one tortures like I do. <laughs> the main uh, inquisitor, her literal name is Torture Tortura. <laughs> yeah. God, no bullshit. More, like on the nose. So. I, I dropped it just because, like I said, it's the same exact same premise every episode. So to me, it, it gets old after a while. But I do think it's a fun watch. Like I, I feel like it it's, it works better in an anime format where you're limited. Mm. As a manga format, like a weekly manga format. Actually, I don't know if it's weekly or monthly. I don't remember. But in a manga format, I just don't think it works that well because I it doesn't work well for someone who's going to binge it or watch it every week or I mean, read it every week. But I, I feel like in an anime format where you just get like small batches of episodes at a time, like you'll watch the 12 episodes and you're done for the season. Right. Cause you're not going to know anything else about it. I think it's fine like that. Cause I, I think in small doses like that, it's a 
good enough story that it can keep going. But it does drag on. Like, imagine if you watch the same show with the exact same premise for five seasons, <laughs> MHA, in a row, then you might get sick and tired of it. I mean, SpongeBob. <laughs> no, but the writing got worse in every like. That's thing. true. Everything past season four, the writing gets progressively worse in SpongeBob. The writing just gets absolutely demolished in SpongeBob. All I can right, rewatch the first. <laughs> well, I can watch the first like three seasons. Fine, just on repeat I, I i love every episode but i would argue the, the point first is, season without him was okay but everything after that is not good i mean that might just be our age showing but yeah. uh yeah I, I think that the like i said i think the anime is all right like it, it's all right the premises is all right i haven't actually watched the anime i've only seen like clips and stuff but again like i said when i saw this i was like i i read this manga i remember reading this hmm. did we I talk will... about this in the season preview i think we did I think no, we... I don't think we did. Oh, I don't think we did. I'm surprised oh. since you read it. Because <laughs> I don't, because it was in probably the Japanese name. So I didn't actually, oh. I know it's, I know what it is. When I saw the English title, I was like, oh, I, I've seen, I've read this. Ah, gotcha. but I didn't know the Japanese name. I will say, um, she, uh, the princess, uh, she has a talking sword named X. And hey, Excalibur, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, He's actually voiced by uh, Kobayashi uh, Chikihiro, the same voice actress Ragna from oh. Slime Tensei. Really? Yeah. And you, I when you I heard Ranga? the voice, I'm like, wait, hold the fuck up! I know that voice. I had to look it up, you and it is Ranga, not Ragna, right? Ranga. Hold on, let me check. Because Ragna is Ragna the Crimson. That's from the the dragon anime from last season. Yeah. I think you're right. Uh, yeah, it's Ranga. 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 Yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry. Ranga. From Slime Tensei. Yeah. From Slime Tensei. Yeah. And I knew who he was talking his... about, even though he got the name wrong. Yeah. No, I wasn't the... sure if I forgot about a character named Ragna in Slime Tensei. That's what I was like. Sorry, sorry. Ranga. Whatever. Big difference. Um, no, you because were Ranga so... is what you were. Woo. <laughs> Let me go on. Because he's a sword, he and he doesn't have any facial animation. It's purely just his voice that can convey everything. And oh my God, does he do such a great job of despair, dismay, hilarity? It is great. Even he gets tortured as well in uh, one of the latest episodes, and he falls too. And I'm just like, fuck, this is great. It the anime format of this really does does it uh justice it's yeah. such a fun show it has me have a smile on my face the whole time i'm watching it if i'm not laughing it, it's a good time i love it everyone i showed uh, it to so far loves it as well it, it's a fun watch and i love that yeah I, I feel like with the you know you microdose two or three chapters per episode once a week that's fine but to read it every week or every month for like two years straight, it's you just kind of get burnt out on it. Yeah, understandable. The, it the format change well, just is definitely. I, you know, it's not like an ESHK where like there is no point. The point is to be healed. You're just watching cute things happen, right? It's like there's this is a comedy's for comedy's sake, and it's the same joke. It doesn't. There's no progression of story. There's no progression of the comedy. It doesn't escalate or anything like that. So I think that again, in an anime format, that works just fine. Um, 
whatever that sleeping princess one from a couple seasons ago that one was like that too where the manga i dropped after a while because it's like it's the same premise every episode she finds a different way to find a better way to sleep and it's funny it is funny but after a while you just like okay it's the exact same premise every single chapter every week get bored yeah it's a good time highly recommend it definitely check it out if you're looking for something fun to watch Oh, and you can show it to normies without any consequence because there is well, anything. I, was gonna, I, I haven't watched it, but I'm thinking the way you're describing it. Mm, I don't know, buddy. No, nah, there's nothing. Nah, nah, uh, there's nothing really sus about it. Yeah, nothing sus about it. it it's fun and it's lighthearted. And there's nothing that uh, someone would be like, oh, that's weird. No, yeah. like you can show it to anyone. That's not and weird. They, they have a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's a good place to end it then. Uh, I agree. <laughs> all right. Well, we got a couple of things left over we can talk about next month on the monthly dump, and I'm sure we'll have more stuff. To oh, talk there's about. a shit ton of stuff I oh, didn't talk bro. about. Oh, I have. You're talking about Dr. Elise, right? We're about to dump on that one, right? <laughs> bro, I have so much to say. I have so much to say. <laughs> well, I guess look forward to it uh, during our. You perform surgery? <laughs> Bro, no, 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 no. We'll, we'll talk about it next. next okay, month. okay. Yeah. Uh, but thank you, everyone, uh, for dropping by to watch us. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff down below if you did like what you saw and want to see more. Also, let us know what you thought of any of the things we talked about and what you happen to be watching uh, currently. Uh, maybe it's something that we'll be watching in the future. You can also check down below to find links to Anime Club After Dark on Twitter, on TikTok, on Discord. Um, <clears throat> There's also a link to our merch store down there where we have uh, things like uh, this mug. We got shirts. We got all kinds of stuff. Um, I showed this to John before we started, and he visibly gagged. But we also have a bumper sticker now you can get. Oh, God. Oh, Freaking no. Freaking sellouts. Uh, <laughs> yes, we are 100% sellouts. Uh, but with that, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, guys. Night. John, you're only watching Total 15? Yeah, bro, 20 plus. Get on bro, my level. I know, Get I know, on bro. my level. Hey, man, I got other shit to be doing with my time. <laughs> I have no life. <laughs> Clearly.